Update at noon with Sakina Kamwendo, midday to 1 p.m. We joined on the line by Captain Vernon Keller, who is the Deputy COO of the South African Maritime Safety Authority. Captain, thanks so much for your time. Update at noon. Good afternoon. Thank you for having us. So, Captain, uh, looking at the story, and of course, uh, without any details, it does kind of send off some alarm bells when you hear things like uh, toxic waste, uh, reactive waste that will be dumped at uh, St. Helena Bay off the coast there. So what exactly is this vessel carrying? Um, this vessel is carrying a combination of cargo in a cargo hold. It is um, basically all the components that make up fertilizer. Uh, things like ammonium sulfate, sodium, metal bisulfate, calcium formate, um, and the list goes on. So in terms of the toxicity of these, uh, is that anything that uh, the residents at uh, the Saldana municipality should be concerned about? No, no, there shouldn't be any concerns about this one. And maybe just to correct the story, the vessel was in Durban where the cargo caught a light. So the cargo started burning in Durban, and then we instructed to evacuate uh, because we were wondering, worried that there was ammonium nitrate on board. That is why we took the vessel out and why she ended up eventually in St. Helena Bay. It was a vessel emergency to control a very, very dangerous situation. So what has changed from that situation to the current situation? And uh, I'm asking this because the residents are concerned that they were not consulted and the story as it stands right now is one that does seem to induce some sort of fear. I'm sure it does because there's, you know, there's misunderstanding of information out there. But I just want to state that has been releasing press statements since November with regard to this incident. And we have a joint operations committee where there is national, provincial and local government officials and municipalities on board um, participating in the management of this emergency. Uh, TMPA, DFE, waste management, environmentalists. Uh, this goes on. So it is not just a AMSA or a DFFE uh, managed incident. This. So we're quite surprised that people did not know about it, especially the local municipalities, considering that they were part of the Joint Operations Committee. So as it stands now, you have this um, vessel, and do we know where it originated from and uh, where it was en route to? And because the question now, um, as I'm speaking to people, is why does a Chinese ship need to drop reactive cargo on the shores of St. Helena? The vessel came from, from China, where she loaded the cargo. It is actually a Marshall Islands vessel, but the owners of Chinese, just to correct that statement. Um, so she sailed from there. The, the, the destinations were a combination of ports, but the final destination was for Brazil, was Brazil. Um, so she was going to discharge some cargo in Durban, and then she was going to carry on to Brazil to discharge the, the, the remaining cargo. So uh, just in terms of this cargo, uh, what is it used for specifically? And you said it was going to dis- uh, um, drop some of that off in Durban and then move on to Brazil. Uh, do we know where, for whom, what purposes? Um, the cargo is basically used to make fertilizer. It's uh, quite a few thousand tons of cargo, and they all get these bags 
uh, in car gold, and together they make uh, fertilizer. And on top of this cargo, there were steel coils loaded. So what is SAMHSA's role in all of this? I mean, uh, with regard to just making sure that the people who live in the affected areas know and understand exactly what is happening, what some of uh, the cargo is that is dropped on their shores. Okay, so SAMHSA's role is that we're the safety authority yeah, and our mandate is to protect the ship and the people on board as well as the environment. So it's not just a, a one-purpose role. Um, in terms of this particular incident, you know, the reason why we were forced to cargo in the end was all the, the methods that we used or tried to use to extinguish the fire actually failed to do so. That fire has been burning for weeks now. So in the end, we were forced to actually move to, in this direction to actually save the vessel and the people on board because uh, there was continuous flare-ups and a continuous release of toxic gas as a result of the fire that was on board the vessel. Um, and that is the core decision as to why we were at the end to, to dump this cargo. We dumped the cargo 250 kilometers offshore uh, in a very specific area that is that uh, is monitored and contained um, out of the main areas of our vessels and fishing traffic and that sort of thing. Um, but, you know, we've tried dry powder, we've tried all the other mechanisms, we've even imported a, a inert gas system to seal the cargo hold off and to remove all oxygen from the cargo hold, and each one of those attempts failed. This is the reason why we needed to save the vessel and actually prevent a bigger environmental pr uh, problem where the vessel uh, would have sank and uh, a lot more cargo and oils would have ended up in the water. And the way we were discharging the cargo in the end via the skips, uh, that made it proved too slow to be able to contain the fire and the hot spots on board. And that is why we had no alternative but to go offshore and dump a small portion of cargo to extinguish the fire so we can safely bring the vessel into port. So the small amount that you say that uh, you had to dump to bring the situation under control, does it pose any sort of risk to um, the conditions around that particular port? Is it in any way harmful to humans, to aquatic life in that area where the dump took place? Okay, so for the St. Helena Bay area, there's no uh, hazard at this moment and point in time. We have been monitoring the area where we've been dumping the uh, the cargo, and I must say that the dumping has now finished. It finished about a week and a half ago, um, just to let everybody know. Um, but before we decided on dumping the cargo, there was consultations across the, the country and international uh, before we decided to do so to, to understand the implications if we would have to dump this cargo. And we've consulted with the International Maritime Organization. We consulted with a group of experts on the scientific aspects of marine environmental protection called GSAMP, that's UN organization. And with locally, we've consulted with the Oceans and Coast Research Branches. So all of these things, including the chemists and biologists and the environmentalists that we had involved in this particular incident before the decision was made. And the decision was made on the basis of uh, we nobody 
suspected that there will be any massive impact on the environment. We could have controlled the, the situation, we could have controlled the dumping of it, um, and we could have localised the area that it is. So what we can say during the dumping, it was monitored by uh, drones uh, as well as a, a vessel, small boats, as well as by satellite pictures, uh, imaging to see if there's any spread of the area and that sort of thing. And what we can report at this stage is that there's nothing that has happened so far. Um, so for the moment, we are in the clear, but we need to continuously monitor uh, the situation, and that is why we've actually, uh, in, in discussions with the, the vessel owner at this stage and the insurers, to set up a long-term monitoring plan so that if there is anything, we can take immediate action to prevent a disaster. Captain Keller, are you able to just uh, share some of that uh, the, the, the visuals that you have of, of you monitoring that particular dump? Is that something that we can make an application for you to share with us? We have uh, some small video video footage, obviously from the drone. Um, we can certainly you can we can certainly try and see if we can share some of that footage. Certainly. We certainly will get in touch and uh, we'll try and get that from you. But uh, thank you so much, uh, Captain uh, Vernon Keller there. And uh, he is the Deputy COO, uh, Chief Operations Officer for the South African Maritime Safety Authority. And uh, you heard from him, uh, they consulted, but of course, uh, the mayor on record saying that uh, they were surprised by all of this. And as you can imagine, uh, people, uh, when you hear reactive waste and toxic fumes, and I, uh, we had, uh, you know, similar sort of reactions in the newsroom where we literally needed to go and look up what does it mean, what could it be. And um, this is why it's important that we get all sides uh, to this particular story. But, of course, environmental uh, lobby groups not happy about this. And uh, we'll see. We'll probably catch up with them to find out what their view is on the situation. And we'll certainly try and get that footage from uh, Captain uh, Vernon Keller and we'll put it on our social media platforms for you to see as well. Update at noon with Sakina Kamwendo, midday to 1 p.m.